Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week, Sean Millercamp joins us as we're down at the Mariners vs Adamstown at Plume Park. I'm joined by Josh, Luke and Morrow. How are you guys? Yeah, good. We're, uh, we're down at Plume. It's uh, it's already getting... It's brisk. Getting down. The temperature is going right down pretty quickly, so it's wet. We're used, we're used to the briskness now, though, because we're here every weekend. We've only got uh, two mics. We've got a remote set up doing outside broadcast. We're yep. going to try and do something on Facebook, uh, live stream, but we don't know, so we'll see how it goes. This yeah, could I'm, be a nightmare. I'm definitely, keen. I'm definitely keen on commentating a game because it's, it's my true calling. We're just winging sure. it. We're just winging we're it. We're winging it. Yeah, that's what we usually do, isn't it? That's, that's pretty what we much. Do. We're super duper professional. We're on Nothing freezing wrong with cold silver seats on a Tuesday night, and that's just how we roll. Yep. That's how we do it. That's true True love for the club. Now, we haven't spoken since the FFA Cup game against yeah. Adelaide. We played a 5-2-2-1 um, formation, and they just tore us apart on our left side. So we lost, what was it, 3-0. wasn't pretty. Team didn't look cohesive. We had a couple of injuries. Cissé is still injured uh, with his hamstring, so if he's not too far away. And um, looking over, Hooley's on crutches at the moment. Yeah, well, from what we hear, he's got a broken foot or a bone in his foot is broken and he's on crutches. He's been on crutches for a couple of weeks, apparently, so um, not ideal when you look at our injury list this early in the preseason, especially. But, yeah, that, that game... I mean, it, it was it pretty help. clear. It did not help. That was that was our first yeah, proper. Definitely, you could game. definitely tell, could tell that yeah. Adelaide had played a lot more games than what we had. And Adelaide looked really sharp. I thought that a good one, good one tore us apart. Yeah, and it yeah. was really good that night. Definitely, but, yeah. But you know, we definitely treated that game just as another, really as another sort of like a hit out. We didn't really treat it probably with the respect that I'd like us to treat it, but. It is. It is what it is. It's you know. Bob is the man now. He's the one that's going to be calling the shots, and that's how he wanted to treat it. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if it comes down to do I want a decent cup run or a good season with good preparation, of course I want the good season probably over the cup run. But and, uh, and as you'll hear um, a bit after this with Sean's interview, we've got a few more games to a uh, preseason games to announce, which is which is pretty good to hear. So. Hopefully, we're going to get maybe five or six games before the start of the season, maybe more that are yet to be announced, but we'll see what happens in the next few weeks with the club, maybe announcing a few more games. Yeah, I think tonight's probably the start of the run of constant games, I think. I think from here on in, for probably the next six weeks, the boys are going to get smashed with games and at probably a training as well. Something good that um, I heard from Sean just after we recorded, was the fact that he Mulvey will, is going to mix it up formation-wise. So we might see a different formation tonight. And hopefully throughout the season, we will see different systems, different formations, different players coming in to fill different roles, which is the complete antithesis of what we saw last year with uh, with Ocon. So uh, that, that's good news. Yeah, it's the complete opposite. It is. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how he Using lines up tonight word with... Podcast. <laughs> Stumbling over the big words. I'm interested to see how he lines up at the back tonight with probably Cissé out um, for probably a Three few more the back weeks. Might so be we're going to prob- probably have yeah a consistent sort of a lineup across the back. So from what we've been told, um, Anthony Golek is going to start by the sounds of it or play at least, which is good to hear. Probably surprising a little schedule? bit, it definitely but it's feels good. Like he was, 
Yeah, probably. A bit longer down the track. For the injury that he had. Back fit again. Yeah. So, I dare say it's going to be him at centre-back, probably Clisby, left-back, uh, and maybe Rouse mm. at right-back, as it may be a back three, and then I think we're going to probably, probably stack the midfield. We're going to utilise wing-backs. We've got to utilise width, because that's where we lost our last game. It's just Adelaide's width really got us yeah. good, and that's why they won pretty pretty comfortably yeah, in the and end. And, I mean, tonight will be a decent test, because Adamstown, they'll be match-fit, They'll Towards the end of their season, game hardened. They've, yeah, I mean, they aren't having a good season. That's for sure. They're uh, they're ninth out of eleven teams in the north. That's the same league as Macca's uh, Edgeworth um, as well, McBreen. If you're wondering, yes, and there's a lot of teams up there that have got a lot of ex Josh Central Rose Coast up players there as well, or ex Newcastle players. Yeah, but this Adamstown team hasn't really got anybody of note. So. I mean, it'll be a good hit out for the boys to see how for sure fit they it's are at this stage of preseason. It's a game that I'd like to think we should be winning comfortably against uh, opposition that is ninth in a local league comp. But we'll see what happens. It's about well, we're recording this about an hour out from kickoff, and it's pretty quiet. It's sort of like the quiet before the storm, I guess. With with Plume, there's not many people here yet, but hopefully we can get. This is how it looks on a Sunday. Hopefully when we can get play. a decent crowd in. You know. It's it's pretty much like the first proper hit out that we've had all preseason on the coast. So hopefully some people turn out and see how we go. Hopefully it, sh- it should be. Or I've, I keep saying should, but hopefully it's a it's a good comfortable win. So we've had a couple of new signings since uh, we last recorded. So Josh McDonald from Wollongong Wolves. Um, from he's a young wide attacking player. Um, he is ex-Wanderers, uh, ex-Nottingham Forest youth when he was very young. Um, he did get a he little bit really of games. He didn't really play a lot, Wanderers. though. He was more in their academy. Um, no. Yeah. I, I, I did see one highlight of, of him coming on against Brisbane. Um, but So he has, you know, a little bit of that A-League experience or at least A-League set-up experience. So it'll be, be interesting to see how he goes. I, I mean... I dare say he's probably the yep. competition for Connor yep, Payne for sure. on that left-hand side. It's, depth. Um, it's a depth so spot, I'm really. Keen he's to brought, see, been brought in for depth. Yeah, I'm pretty keen to see him play, uh, hopefully tonight, to see how he stacks up. Um, I think, that's a, I think that was a really good signing, to be honest. If there was an NPL player out there that we would get, I think getting the top scorer in the New South Wales NPL is pretty good. Yeah, I feel bad for Appiah because they're heading into what? the finals. Yeah, at the end of the I season, think and they've lost him. On Twenty-three <laughs> goals in eighteen games. So if you're going yeah. better than a goal a game, then you're obviously talented. It's all about now for him making that step up to A League level because we know it's a it's a decent step up from MPL one to A League. Mm, and and he's another one that has come through Wollongong Wolves as well. I think well he's a Wollongong native. I think both guys we so got are Wollongong natives. Gamero. So. We've Gamiro's got a few Wollongong boys in our team now. we got those So that's South Coast. Yeah. Has produ- yeah, South definitely. Coast Wolves. The Monty connection. Yeah, Monty uh, might have teed those up for us. I dare say. Yes. Well, that's his job yeah. now, isn't it? He was at the Wolves for so a couple of years. So that's what he's there to do. So This is what Redknapp is happy with because mm. we're the South Coast Ariners. Yeah. Yes. He's finally got his wish a while. Only... Only right, two two mics left. is I hate doing this. Um, Sherry, I'm sharing a mic with Josh. It's so hard, isn't it? Hear one of us. It's tough. It's tough. Sharing, <laughs> sharing is caring. And so it, it looks like we're also going to sign Matthew Miller, um, who has not been announced yet.
but uh, he's come from South Melbourne. So I've also heard a rumour that we have going to get someone from Burnley, which has been rumoured for a while. So, yeah, it's been rumoured yeah. that it's Aiden uh, O'Neill. Aussie, who's um, been at Burnley for, I think, a couple of years. And if that yeah. comes he's through, that'll be a pretty 21. good signing. So Mid- midfielder? Online as well. Um, so, you know, works out well for us because we need more depth in the midfield. Works out well for Burnley because he gets some game time. Um, so that'll be another good signing. Um, so hopefully we for might sure. see him soon. Academy boys doing their best to uh, not yeah to not yeah, to bottle, bottle their run into MPL one. What do we ha- what do we have a couple of weeks ago? We had both Sedge Coast teams bottle going it. for promotion against um, what are their yeah. rivals basically at the top of the table for each each division. Both teams went ahead, and then they both ended up with two reds. And a number of goals scored against them. Yeah. Well, a, a nice cold plume park is not uh, new to us on the weekend, thanks to Academy and CCU. Um, Academy, was it? Yeah, it's two weeks Not the weekend, yeah. just gone with the weekend before that, that game here, yeah. So that was the game where, you know, if we had one or three grades, we would have probably not sealed promotion, but gone a long way to doing it. Um, shout out to Chris Griffiths-Jones, uh, who was refereeing that game and gave uh, Mount Druitt three penalties in about 10 minutes uh, to see us go from 1-0 up to 3-1 down, down at half-time or yep. whatever it was. And down a player. Um, and then we'll, we were down another player in the second half. So we played a lot of the second half with nine men. Uh, and we've, after the weekend's results, uh, the weekend just gone, we've seemingly probably thrown it away. <laughs> But uh, silver linings, we get to play Bonnie Rig next year. White Eagles. Bonnie Rig at Plume. Bring it on. Yeah, so I just really Bring hope it on. United get promoted. Uh, they might see a few of those players leave if they don't. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in the club championship for United, we're eight, three, something like that. It's hard with how all the scorings work, but we're just in front. So all we have to yeah, do is easy. win all three. Grades easy for a Central Coast club to do. And we're through. Easy, easy. One of our best players, though, for those that know some of the plays, Swaddling looks like he will be out because I saw him at Soccer Fives last night in a knee brace. Yeah. And with crutches. So that's going to be a big loss out for the as weekend. well from his red. The thing that annoyed me about that game yep, is that he was getting kicked all game and he's the one that ended up with the red. He gets kicked every weekend. So, I don't know. Yes. Anyway. It's ridiculous. You need Pick to talk into the microphone, Josh. <laughs> the, re- the reason why McFarlane gets kicked every Never. game is because... We know and they know he's the best player on the park by a mile, so they want to get him exactly. out of the game. He could be yeah, easily he playing could, MPL. He, he should be easily. He's good enough to play twos, MPL two at least, even MPL one. Yeah. Well, if somebody had the eye, I guess when he was here playing for the Mariners Academy, he'd be in our youth side still, or he'd probably maybe not be on an A League contract, but he'd be you know yeah on the borderline. So. But the academy one for the Mariners is one that's really frustrating. A couple of weeks ago, it looked almost certain, didn't it? took all those young boys to Adelaide for the FFA Cup game. We made them play when they weren't ready. And then they had to back up Cause it was for a William massive game Davu, three days later. In the and FFA it probably Cup. showed. And then they'll back yeah. here a couple of days yeah. later. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've probably hurt the academy to get promoted up to MPL1 there. And for me, we need to... If we're going to sign players out of our academy side, they need to be playing in the highest level that they can, which is MPL 1. So, I mean, you know, it's all well and good to sign your Kekaruses from your MPL 2 side, but the reality is it's not the highest level. I mean, it's 
good to sign a Jordan Murray from up here who's leading the comp in MPL and scoring goals left, right and centre. But when you're asking someone like Petty Kekaris to make that step up to the A-League, yeah. I think it's a lot Just harder. go back to CCU. I think it's it's been great. Like, their, their founding with letting local talent come in and play... Uh, play state league, and you know, I think I think they've they've exceeded their own expectations of being close to promotion. I think they were pretty happy with just being in the state league and having a quality season. But to now be on like the precipice of being an MPL three, I think they're really pretty excited. I think um, like the graveyard, which is their active, and all the all the boys getting on the beers on the hill at Plume has been a very good support. They're illustrious yeah. leaders standing right near us. <laughs> <laughs> very very fun. Um, no, it's good. It's it's good. I mean, I think they've they have surprised me with how well they are going because most of those boys stepped up straight from the local Premier League and have gone straight into what's basically a semi semi professional competition. They killed it, yeah. And they've absolutely smashed it. So I think it's really good and probably shows the level of local footballers that are on the coast with a bit of you know not. Not really even full-time coaching because I'm pretty sure they train at fives once a week and they probably train here once a week. So they're still only really training two times a week. Yeah, playing very good football. All right, well, uh, we've got the Sean interview up next and we're going to watch the game and we'll give you uh, final thoughts after the game. Might even try and do some commentary. Yeah, we might do a half-time update, see how depressed we are. Uh, we're back soon. Uh, we've uh, CEO Sean Millicamp. How are you, mate? Mate, going very well. You're nice and warm. Uh, it's okay at the moment. I'm sure I'm going to be freezing my ass off a bit later. Well, that's good. Right, um, Bolt. That's where we're going to start. Okay. No a indefinite um, trial period is what we're hearing. Is that that's correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, here for an uh, indefinite period. We'll get him here. Uh, we'll see how he goes. Get him training, and then um, and take him from there. The first step for him is really about his strength and conditioning. So. He'll be put in the hands of Andrew Young, yep. uh, and uh, and Andrew will be testing out where he's at physically, what he can and can't do, uh, good, bad, and indifferent, and then start to put in a plan for um, for his football progress from there. How long has Andrew been with us? I haven't spoken oh, to him. Andrew's yet. been with us for the full preseason. So Andrew um, Andrew came back in. Uh, well, came with us in um, in the start of July when all the boys came. came okay, in. so he came with Mike. Yeah. Yes. So he's one of Mike's offsiders then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Young, he's got a very extensive um, yeah, uh, yeah, career at Adelaide Crows and Bangkok Glass, and, but most uh, predominantly he's spent a lot of time at Fulham. So he's, okay. uh, uh, he's, uh, he's fantastic. He's, he's real high level. So we're, um, we're pretty excited to have him on board. That's good. I'll have to have a chat to him sometime. Um, now he's with pretty dry and prickly. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. He's perfect. perfect. But anyway. Perfect audience. <laughs> Um, now, with Bolt, I imagine there's going to be some sponsors knocking on your door and ringing your phone. Yeah, how are we going with that? Yeah, look, there's definitely uh, a lot happening in that space. Um, good, bad, and indifferent. But um, there's uh, there's more noise and activity that uh, than I've ever seen uh, in this. So it's um, uh, there's a lot, and it's about converting it. It's about doing it for the long term, not for the short term. So we're mindful of those who are just wanting to come and jump on the bandwagon, and those uh, partners who see this as almost um, an opportunity to be with us for a long time, and those ones have probably been circling around for a while and this has just been the catalyst to get them to, to be excited enough to, yep. to come and jump on board. So Master Foods is still front of the shirt sponsor this year? Yeah, absolutely. Or? No changes there at all. Master Foods stays with us. I bet they're happy. Um, and in fact, prior to the whole Bolt uh, component, uh, we'd actually secured all our 
uh, kit jersey spaces. So we haven't announced them all, but um, yeah, front of away, yeah, um, yeah, the back of home, the sleeve, every part of the shorts, uh, they've all been uh, filled up and occupied before bolt. Uh, Excellent. But, but now they get to uh, uh, they they get to enjoy it, and uh, and yeah, we can leverage them even further. Excellent. So they're keeping Cam busy in the office then. Yeah, I mean he doesn't do much, but Gabby's really busy. <laughs> Gabby's fly out, so Cam just passes it all on to Gabby. So Poor Gabs. Now you mentioned the kit. When's that going to be released? Yeah, so we are aiming. We're waiting for delivery. That's the only thing we're waiting for, uh, and we're aiming for it to be launched at the uh, match against Central Coast Select on the thirty-first. Yes, excellent. So is that with? Can we mention which brand it's going to be? It's going to be Umbro again. Oh, it's going to be Umbro. Yeah, yeah. So with Umbro, so no different than. Yeah, Ronaldo being sponsored by Nike and having a play in Adidas. Yeah. Uh, those, uh, that's pretty common uh, in football around the world. So, and uh, How long um, do we have left on that deal? Until the end of this season. Okay. So, that's yeah. what I thought, yeah. yeah. But, of course, you know, this this is where this does become a good opportunity because, um, yeah, we can talk about whether it's a, a extensions or other options available for us in the long term. So, we can really, um, we can use this moment to, uh, to have a really positive impact on our long-term kit supply. Okay, excellent. Um, now, we heard that the A-League, well, FFA knocked our W-League bid on the head. Um, are we still looking at trying to get that overturned, or are we still working towards that? Yeah, well, it, we've run out of time for this upcoming season, uh, but um, uh, the FFA still haven't confirmed that they're able to deliver on either of their priorities on further broadcast or um, uh, or a full home and away season, so... Uh, I'm meeting with Gregor Rourke tomorrow, and so I'll be pushing him on that because that was something that we at least wanted to see an outcome of growth in the women's game. Uh, but uh, but for us, it's about 12 months waiting. Uh, we we did get absorbed into some of the political um, yeah, um, uh, challenges at the moment with uh, with the working group and FIFA and all, all that sort of a noise. So uh, so for us, we are just putting in the plans and everything in place for it to be in place for the next 12 months and uh, take it from there. So with the W League, I know that the uh, the stadium upgrades were part of that. Um, do you know how they're coming along? Uh, Fantastic. They're all done, finished, all completed. Finished. Excellent. Uh, had a good tour the other week. Um, and um, and it feels so natural in the stadium. And, uh, and when, it, when anyone gets a chance to, to walk through, it'll feel like those change rooms have always been there. And almost feels like, where, where did this extra space come from? And it was always available underneath the grandstand. So it's, uh, uh, it looks really, really good. It's really professional. Uh, could could actually handle a triple header pretty easy and keep all six teams Amazing. in separate isolation. Um, it's uh, it's great. It, it really is good. So is that something we're looking at doing a triple header? I know uh, we've, we've got the opportunity the now. We've never looked at it before, but yep. yeah, definitely for this season, uh, we're w- we'll wait and see what the youth um, yeah, draw looks like. But uh, but I know I'm very keen to see if we can get an NYL A League double header uh, throughout the season. So um, yeah, that'd be good. Now we've got uh, our game tonight against Adamstown. We've got uh, the Jets on the 25th and CCF on the 31st. Now, there's two more games. Uh, any clues as to where or who they're going to be against? Uh, yeah, there's, there's. I suppose it's moving by the minute. That's why we haven't been able to uh, lock in 100%. But there is a lot more games coming in. It's a, uh, it's a real shift from where we were uh, just a short time ago where everything was about getting the boys physically fit um, and working on their training. And now it turns into uh, getting as, uh, as much game time as we can into them before the start of the season. So... Um, so I've just got to remember which ones are public and which ones aren't at the moment. Oh. There's a, there's a <laughs> Sydney, Sydney 11th of October uh, Jubilee uh, has been uh, uh, has been flagged. Uh, hasn't been formally announced, but I know Sydney have, uh, have made comment on it. We're all planning around that, so I don't think there's any issues around that. Uh, we will look to have a camp away somewhere at some stage early October. 
Um, the uh, the young Socceroos will be in town soon, so we're hoping to find a game against them. Um, and uh, and definitely we've got uh, we've got another A League opposition that um, that we're lining up to have a behind closed doors match, which is pretty normal. Yep. yep. So um, they're the ones I know of, and there's probably there'll probably be another one or two that'll spring up. So between now and the start of the season. There's good six to seven games that uh, the, the guys will get playing. Excellent. Um, now, FFA don't want to get their hands off the A-League. How active have the clubs been with that recently? Yeah, well, I suppose when the working group came in, the A-League club's uh, job was sort of finished in many aspects where there was not much more for us to do apart from um, you know give our support to what the working group came up with. The working group did a fantastic job. Uh, they released a 100-page report. Uh, for me, what had happened is uh, it happened at the FFA Cup just a couple of hours before uh, kickoff, and within 15 minutes, uh, Mike Charlesworth called me and said, mate, what do you think about the report? I'm like, it's a 100-page report. I've only, <laughs> I've only just opened it. But um, but uh, even from the initial glance into deeper diving uh, through it, they've done a really good job. They've done a really good job in, in, in understanding the... Uh, what the future of the A-League will look like, not only just now, but uh, how it will grow and, and planning for the future and for further growth in that. It's, uh, it does shift uh, voting capacity from a 10% that we currently have uh, as a collective for A-League clubs to 41%, uh, which, is, which is a far more um, yeah, balanced uh, position to be in. Probably a missed opportunity around the fans. There wasn't a spot for the fans. And uh, I know for me personally, I would have loved there to, 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 have, uh, to have been a spot there. Um, but uh, but plenty for the women's uh, game and plenty on the on the women's side of things. So all we need now is to make sure that the FFA, um, well, it's not really the FFA, it's the member federations um, buy in and, and realise just how much work and energy and expertise went into that And um, rather than having um, some smaller um, yeah, member fed associations with, uh, with small populations try to get in the way of something for their own personal gains. Um, I've seen that um, the the club are training down here more often and at the stadium. Um, I've also heard that they're sort of training at Tugra, but the field really isn't up to scratch. What's the latest on that? Uh, look, the field's the, the field's as good as it's ever been. The reality is, is this field is great here at Portland, yeah. and everyone's always known it. This is this is a world class field, and we, even Mike Phelan, the first thing he came over and he saw it, he said, "Oh, you guys are going to be training here." Yeah, you'll get better training out of the better pitch. Right. So get there as, as much as you can. And, um, and and the great thing is, is the relationship with us and CCF has been brilliant. That was my next um, question. <laughs> it, it seriously has. And, um, um, you know, I, I couldn't speak any more highly of, uh, of the CCF board and, and, and Darren and the crew that's here. It's been... Um, uh, it's been fantastic to, uh, to to really work closely on on uh, uh, on all this, and and that's opened the door for us to really um, yeah give Mike Mulvey every opportunity to 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 train and run the sessions the, w- the way that he wants to, and um, and yeah, whilst the uh, the centre of excellence is is always our home, uh, it does give us an opportunity to also give that pitch a little bit of time to breathe, and also put in a lot of work into the half pitch on the other side. So um, so so we'll be looking to. Uh, over the next short period, hopefully, really um, jazz that one up, put a lot of energy into it, and uh, and get going. Any other news that I don't know what to ask you? Um, you don't know what to ask me about Matt Miller, who will be playing tonight as a trialist. Um, so, but uh, but we're very excited to uh, uh, hopefully very soon be uh, announcing Matt, um, you know, as, uh, as as part of the crew, and. Um, uh, it's literally just some paperwork from him uh, from the transition from MPL uh, moving up so it's, uh, it, w- it won't be too much longer until it all becomes formal but everyone's going to see him tonight and everyone's yep. going to see uh, just how good he is and how fit he is and how much he, uh, of an important role he's going to play on our side so that's, uh, that's a good question you haven't asked me yet No, okay, thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Right, uh, well, thanks for coming down here in the cold. I guess you're going to go back up in your little office and get warm again. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah, sorry. But so I'll, I'll come out and say hi to everyone. Keep an eye out for Gibbo. He sneaks in there sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, Good mate. stuff. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Alright, so the game finished six nil to the Mariners. A few uh, hilarious goals involved. Uh, a couple of deflected goals. We got goals. lucky with a few goals, didn't we? A few deflections. Yeah, keeper fumbled a couple. So, uh, yeah, he did. Fumbled a couple. There was there yeah, was a header. There was a header that yeah. went over the went went just over the line that probably should have been saved. But we'll take it. It's it's a six nil win. It, it counts. So he, lo- he looked like happy. a goalkeeper in dress, but I think he was a tunnel ball champion. <laughs> Carry us like. Hey, leave him alone. He's probably he's probably got work tomorrow. But um, new uh, signing, couple of them. I knew it was very good. He just looked not official, not official yet, Josh. <laughs> I believe. Um, well, there was there was a guy that had an O'Neill on his jersey that played very well. Yeah, so, so whoever that was, him. whoever was wearing the O'Neill jersey, impressed very much. Um, McDonald was good. And, um, I thought Miller, when Miller came yeah, on, he was pretty good. Miller was great out out wide. Um, a couple of older players that we've got, um, just, I don't know, dragging us back to last season. Uh, the, the, the speed in, in which we moved the ball was quite impressive and a, a lot better to see compared to last season, but there's a couple of players that are still there. It was good to see um, the guy, whoever was wearing the O'Neill jersey, actually had a fantastic first touch and was getting the ball moving really well. You could definitely tell he's been in England for a few years and sort of adjusted to the pace of the English game. Of course, Tommy, he uh, didn't um, play the whole game, but he looked good while he was out there. And um, young, new recruit, um, Murray up front, he looked um, pretty energetic when he came on, was unlucky not to get himself involved in some um, finishes. So, yeah, could be looking all right. Good hit out. Good hit out. We, um, I'm impressed by Matthew Miller out on the right. I think... Um, when when we started the game, we were playing three at the back. So we had uh, Clisby on one side, McGing and Rouse, and then we had Miller and who was playing yeah, one on the left in that first half? McDonald, sorry, was also playing one at left. So it looked like when we didn't have the ball, ball we were sort of playing a five at the back. But then it once the we same, had the ball, yeah. it was the, the same wingers five, pushed two, two, one formation. Three. When yeah. we when we attack, it turns into like a three, four, two, yeah. one. The wingers the guys around was that sort of went up very high and Miller he's a unit he's a big boy and he looks like he's pretty quick as well but I think when we start the season based off only of obviously off only tonight I'd like to see maybe Miller start at right back I think I'd be more comfortable with him there Murray up front got about 20 minutes or so yeah uh, didn't get a whole lot of service no um, and by that stage we probably we probably didn't have our best midfield yeah, on at that point right. so we probably struggled to get much of the ball. Um, we're probably about to get kicked out by security, but we'll keep talking. And um, yeah, I think it was a good first hit out. It's, it's always hard to tell against that standard of opposition, but scored some goals, played some nice football. And like you guys said, I think the way we move the ball, much more impressive than what we did last season. Much more. Kennedy got the full 90. Um, Pierce didn't get a look in, so I'm guessing Kennedy's going to be starting start of the season. I would assume so. Did he actually have to make a, a save in anger or was he just passenger there, really? I can't remember a save, to be honest. They didn't have to do anything, really. 
I'll be in trouble for saying it. I've already been castigated, but I did like the shape of Miller's balls. <laughs> I think you scared security off with that Excellent. comment, so that's good. <laughs> it's cold. How cold is it? Yeah, it's, it's, so it's dropped about 10 degrees since the start of the it's pod. It's freezing. We are at proper plume right now. Proper plume. No fog, though. No fog. No, it can't un- be 12. It's way lower than 12. It's freezing. No, I'd say it's a bit, yeah, about that. So. What do you think? What about Matty Simon? Back to his old self? Yeah, he worked hard again. Um, didn't get a yellow, so it's a bit disappointing no. from him. Just one little flare-up, so, you know, he hasn't... He's still uh, still, still himself. Has anyone mentioned um, that fi- that moment with Melling there um, towards the end there with the corner? <laughs> yeah. Because we love short corners, of course. So yes, yes. Yeah, no, Melling came across to... Um, make himself available for a short corner, but luckily the Goose's stand um, warded him off and let him know that it was not the go. No short corners, thank you. He enjoyed it. Clisby was putting in some decent corners, whipping him in. Um, yes. And then when we tried to do a couple of short corners, I, I remember Ocon saying that when he was here that they do the short corners to give a bit of uh, variation on the, the trajectory in which the ball comes in, but every one that we did just didn't work. That's all well and good, but if it was like every time we did it under him, we went back to halfway. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it was quite funny with Melling coming over. He had a cheeky smile. He just made the dummy run, bring the player over, and, and then ran back. Academy is at home on Saturday at 4 o'clock, uh, followed by United down at Prospect. We might be heading down there. on Road uh, trip. Road trip. Is that uh, 3 o'clock kickoff on the Sunday? Yes. So For promotion. Yeah, for promotion. All the games are being played at the same time apart from one. So hopefully there's a party down there. Um, I don't know about CCM Academy. It's going to be very touch and go because there's two two rounds left after this weekend yeah. or one round left and it's going to be very close. We're going to have to keep winning and have to hope other results go our way for us to get promoted, which is very frustrating, but that's the way it's going to end. Anyway, I think we're all freezing our nips off here, so we're going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back. I don't know. When we're back, I've got a bob coming in two weeks, so... Yeah, you'll be See what happens. You'll, you'll be busy. <laughs> no, it won't be then. Well, thank you for listening. We're back soon. Bye.